0: And now, it's time for the show, This Old Dungeon. Dungeon. Welcome, Dungeoneers, to another special episode of This Old Dungeon. As you've grown accustomed, we've got friends in the community making great products, doing some cool creative works. And uh, tonight is no exception. With me tonight, Matt Golett of the uh, Long Con Press. And Long Con uh, Con. (laughs) How you doing tonight, Matt? Fantastic, Lou. Thanks for having me on, man. Anytime. So, um, I mean, there's so much we can talk about, but uh, speaking of long con, that is like, man, that is just like freshly finished, like just last weekend, right?
1: Yes, you you are correct. So,
0: um, I mean, you, you guys are going to dissect that, I'm sure, on the, the No Class podcast, mm-hmm. but can you give us some highlights, some, you know, what, what's new this year, what, what went down that was really cool?
1: Sure. Well, every year we grow. And it's really awesome. Uh, we're so thankful for the people uh, that we have a lot of the, it's funny. It's, we've got, you know, the, the old friends that have been coming for, you know, years. And then every year we make new friends you know, and the con grows. This is our biggest con, but what's uncanny was everything went perfect. I mean, nice. it's I mean, it's just, it's, you know, but I, I give a lot of that to Eddie. It's like prior planning and doing it, having all your ducks in a row, really helps out when it time comes you know to do the con and uh, eddie's an old you know military dude he you know and he yeah he 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 does all this work and planning throughout the year and i and i help a little you know and then when the con <laughs> comes it's time to roll up my sleeves you know and uh we're we're kicking butt and taking this but anyway yeah everything went great we had a lot of fun um we had a lot of vendors this year. We've never had this many vendors. And, you know, historically, there have been some that have, like, really quality stuff. And there's some that you're like, mm, you know. <laughs> and uh, But this year, really, it was just a lot of really amazing product. Uh, I was kind of blown away. See, we had some really wild games. Like, we had uh Ninja Turtles. Did you see the pictures of people wearing masks that had plastic Yeah, I wonder nunchucks. what that was about. Yeah, so Matt Couch ran a, a game of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but I think he used, you know, uh, DCC as the engine. But anyway, it was a lot of, you know, people that we've had coming for years and some new faces. But yeah, that was really cool that Matt brought all the props. You know, that's fun. Nice. Um, and uh, we had Marvel Heroes. And man, I posted some pictures and, and so some other people did. I mean, the guy brought like these... L- okay, he had... Uh, hero clicks and he yeah, had like, okay i saw skeeter had uh, posted some pics of that uh-huh and so the guy had like you know the sentinels the big killer robots and then the the heroes to scale well then he had buildings to scale for those sentinels that were just i mean fire hydrants <laughs> school bus trees you know so it was just amazing and then kelly rowe uh brought he did aliens and uh, uh it's it that's his jam and it shows i played aliens with kelly through the years and it was phenomenal just theater of the mind but again him and steve are pals and i think like the gauntlet was thrown so he had we have posted pictures of that too an amazing gorgeous setup for aliens and so i mean that's just two examples of we had phenomenal games great gamers a lot of innovative ideas and just really like you know oh wow you know kind of stuff just a great year um, yeah like uh, we get bigger and better every year and big props to my con team eddie jen his wife and my wonderful wife who's joined the team so congratulations by the way thank you thank you uh yeah jen pitched in and saved the day a couple of times and you know it was yeah but anyway that was a long What's call. A,
0: just for curiosity's sake where did you guys start as far as attendees when, when the first year of the con and, and where do you think you're at this year
1: well it, that's the thing that's really crazy is um, Long Con's a decent sized town, but we're not huge by any measure. Um, and really, sadly, Longview doesn't have a lot of like weekend activities or festivals or something like, say, Shreveport Bozier would have, uh, which is down the road in, in Louisiana. But anyway, the very first year, me and Eddie were like, let's just do a one day event. We'll see how we do. We figured we would we'd throw our net and we'd catch a lot of the same people that we had met. Uh, doing road crew games and stuff at local uh you know uh, game stores we had 70 attendees that very first time wow now that's that's something because i know people that have like started cons at like their very first con maybe had like 50 people you know uh that are now cons way bigger than ours you know but to have 70 the first time we were blown away um but it's been we were really building pretty fast and then up uh, something happened in 2020 <laughs> oh, yeah. you, you might be familiar with, anyway, and it just really kind of deflated us. And we've kind of been building back from that. But this year we were well over 200. I, I say, well, we were over 200 and that's kind of me and Eddie for a long time. Like that was our goal. Like let's get to 200. Well, I think we hit 200 last year, but it's, it's close this year. We're definitely over 200, but we're a two man operation. Mm-hmm. We have our wives and, th- and we've had some phenomenal volunteers this year that we really didn't ask for your volunteers and people just sort of stepped up and we were very thankful but we're figuring 250 300 is going to be our max and really if it's we're going to go past 250 we're going to have to have uh some more people in place you know for sure mm-hmm. uh but but really that that's like we love going to north texas and, and you go to north texas oh yeah and that's that's a smaller con and that's not a bad thing it's like 500 max and it's big enough that there's a lot of variety of games and you meet a lot of people but if you go a couple years in a row, you kind of know most everybody. So there's that level of um, familiarity that feels like like a family reunion, you know, homecoming, whatever. Oh yeah. Um, and that's kind of what we want. We would even if tomorrow we had the capacity to grow to five thousand, you know, I wouldn't want to do it. You know, even if we had the staff in place and a venue big enough to accommodate it. I, I've been to the bigger cons. Not really a fan. But anyway, yeah, yeah. But that's that, that's where we started. Was at seventy.
0: That's awesome, man. So you guys, uh, aside from the con, you, you've kind of put together a, a small press operation, long con press. Eddie got his book out a couple of years back, uh, mm-hmm. and now you know you're you're hitting. Uh, well, you're almost at seven, aren't you? On uh, on the Kickstarter for your, yeah, your yeah. adventure.
1: We're, we're we're creeping close to seven k, um, and you know, for a first project of this sort, I'm so tickled. But yeah. I really have to give a lot of credit to you uh, Stefan Surratt, uh, Levi Combs, Ben Burns, Eddie, Eddie's been an invaluable resource. And so pooling a lot of the information from them and even other sources. if I forgot somebody, I apologize, but I've had so many people lend me their knowledge and knowing that what I, all that stuff, I think that really helped me do so well with this first project and I'm, I'm very thankful to everyone that that's along the way kind of prod me and nudge me and <laughs> encourage me and shame to be in some cases <laughs>
0: well, here in a minute i think i'll throw a little shade at you but uh it's, it's all good intended uh so uh people that listen to the program uh if they've been listening for a while they heard you uh way back uh i think the uh, it was the uh, village of hama episode legion of gold legion of gold okay that's right all right maybe it was eddie no eddie was temple of elemental evil anyhow i I can't remember who's on what but but we had you on before (laughs) and uh and we discussed this module we we, you told us that yeah i'm you know i'm working on this thing i've I've, you know played tested it and, and had it as a kind of your personal game for a little while um but that's that's been a little while and uh mm-hmm. I mean you've had a lot going on in your life I know and I don't you know don't mean to you know draw that into the the limelight here uh, you know private business or whatever but um sure. what else has been going on what is was there something about it that you were like hey I'm not sure if it's ready or was it just like the 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 monumental task of, of actually getting it to press
1: um I guess like you said at the nail the head that it's I remember when y'all I spoke to y'all um uh, before and now how long has that been it's been a, a while and y'all had said hey when you know don't you have something or i have got you know, have it got brought up um I said oh I'll have it out six months to a year or something yeah well but I mean a lot of things happen um you know uh shakeups with work relationships different things you know mm. but uh ultimately and I'll say um you know there's not been any you know it's it's just one of those things that it it you know, there wasn't anything, there wasn't any one thing I could point to and say that's the delay. You know, uh, it was it was a lot of different factors. Of things, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, for those that haven't listened to that episode, can you give us like kind of an elevator pitch for it?
1: Absolutely. Um, so it's written with dungeon Call classics in mind, but you could use it with any OSR system or really most any fantasy RPG. Uh, it's got, you know, secret doors, puzzles, riddles. It's got a surprise that ties into the name of the adventure. And I think you're aware of what I'm talking about. Mm. I can't really go into too much detail without ruining surprise. Uh, (laughs) but it's something that when I've loaned out to the people to run or I have ran it, when the players get that, that moment, they go, oh, you know, and they're just like, oh, wow. You know, and, and then some funny statements are usually made about where you entered the dungeon, you know, ha (laughs) ha. But anyway, um. But, yeah, it's got uh, new monsters, new magic items. Uh, it's got an old-school write-up of the nearby port city, important NPCs and potential hirelings. It's got that old-school kind of rumor table. Um, it's been a labor of love, and it, I've play tested it rigorously. And that was part of it, Probably the delay in time was, I could have had it a little sooner, but I really wanted to test it a few more times. And I've implemented... A number of things that people suggested you know so that's so that's one thing it might have it took a little longer but ultimately i think it's a better product because of that anyway
0: in, in hearing you say all that i just kind of sitting here going you know what <laughs> i didn't freaking tell people what the name of your venture was <laughs> 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 caverns of the dead god this is what we're talking about folks caverns right, of right. the dead god live on kickstarter right now yeah um so uh one of the things, that, because you kind of sent me a little bit of an advanced copy there to kind of look through the PDF. And sure. um, one of the things I was astounded at is how like about every other page you throw just like a little kernel of, hey, you know, this is some advice on running this. You know, this is how it's going to be different if the players leave and come back or, or, you know, this is what this creature character or, or thing is doing here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought that was really, I mean, like, kind of like what you said, it kind of harkens back to some of those older modules you know the you know village homlet and uh against the cult of the reptile god and stuff like that where where there's a village and there's stuff going on there and some some named npcs that you can kind of play around with and then you got the the ruins the the caverns you know off in the distance and and stuff going on there um i just man it was it was just like a like a well-balanced meal man it was just the perfect kind of combination of stuff
1: that thank you those are some flattering comparisons. And that's one of those things that some of my favorite adventures hit all the right beats, and I really tried to hit a lot of those classic beats. And and I'll tell the truth of it was um, I found a thing on the Internet that someone interviewed uh, 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 Joseph Goodman for some uh, article like a long time ago in some gaming magazine or something. I don't remember where, where I found this article, but in that he said, you know, to me, it's if you don't hit these certain beats, it's not a good adventure. And I'd already written the adventure when I found this, but I grabbed that sheet and I went, and looked at my adventure and I was like, check, check, you know, check. <laughs> and so I was kind of like, oh, yeah, you know, I, th- I think I did good right out of the box. Um, um But, you know, uh, talking about any major changes with it, additions or whatever, I really tried to polish it up. It, like I said, keep the old school feel um like i said a lot of playback uh um, feedback from play testers and i actually played it with david Beatty at ntrpg this last uh summer and he gave, or was it the time before anyway he gave me some interesting tidbits um you know and actually there's there's kind of something i introduced recently that's one of his suggestions that's kind of nasty but it's but dcc you know can be kind of can tough I'd have sometimes, that, yeah. A like you know.
0: couple, couple raw moments in it, or yeah, just don't yeah. feel right.
1: So it'll be funny if anybody ever gives me feedback on that one thing, I'll they can blame David Beatty for that. Ha-ha. <laughs> um, as far as holdups, um, uh, I, I love my artist I worked with, but I had some hiccup with some others I tried to use. I'm not gonna call anybody out here, I, that would be tacky, but I'm just saying the initial artist that I tried to work with. And some more suggestions from people in the community, and I think one of these guys—it's not his fault—I'm going to give him an out. He was just really busy, and again, things come up in his life right about the time I'm trying to get some momentum on this. But I found some different artists and and worked with them, and you know, I you're as a creative writing the adventure. You know, I had my hiccups and what hangups. Well, these artistic artists and creatives. Everybody's got a life in their own. Yeah, missing. yeah. No, they've, they've got things going on. So it was one of those things that that was kind of one of the, the genuine holdups was just, I I got backtracked the emails on it and I went, oh my God, I've been talking to this guy for a year and I've had the first piece of artwork produced. And finally I very politely said, thank you uh, for your time and energy, but I'm going to be moving on. You know I mean? It's, <laughs> um, So that is, yeah. um, There's so much cool art in this adventure. It's so evocative. I can't wait for everyone to see it. Um, I would show more on the Kickstarter page, but it would ruin certain surprises in the adventure. Some of these monsters, you know, have, there's kind of a gotcha element. And if I was to show you the artwork, you know, and then you played it, you'd be like, meh, you know I mean? So I want that, that shutter factor when, when the time comes. Yeah, Uh, I was kind of hounding
0: you in some back and forth that we had that like, oh, you really need to get the, the, you know, this thing up on the, on the Kickstarter for people to see or that thing to see. And yeah. And you're right, it's that catch-22. It's like if, if, you know, somebody saw certain elements of your game, you know, you know, hook them right in. But on the other hand, it'd it spoil the fun.
1: And that's what's shooting myself the foot a little bit. I mean, I'm telling you, there's a piece of artwork that it's just killing me not to share because I'm just so <laughs> – yeah, it's gorgeous, and you're going to be like, what the heck is that thing, you know? And so, well, you know, you got to buy the ticket and take the ride. But, I mean, trust <laughs> me, the, you know. And, like, the STL for The Abomination – unfortunately the person that was working on that didn't really get it out to me until just recently. And I have it and I've had a friend print one. It's a beautiful print and it looks awesome. But again, the abomination is one of those things that, you know, it's so cool in the game when the thing appears and we've got artwork in the game and now we have a really awesome STL file. Um, And I'm going to try to see if I can't get it painted and maybe get a picture up before the, uh, the Kickstarter is over. But trust me again, That STL is just really neat, really gorgeous. And I could give a little bit about that. So she's a justician priestess who had been captured and tortured and went through this metamorphosis and she became the abomination or whatever. (laughs) And, uh, and so, you know, anyway, but, but yeah.
0: There, there seems to be some interesting themes throughout the, the cultists that appear in the, in the book and, and some of the magical spells that you've given them I, I i like some of those you know those nuances you took to it really has a flavor of of like pestilence and
1: and um uh, insects and things i just I, I just dug that so heavily man thank you thank you well when i was first writing this for a home campaign way back in like 2015 because i'm that guy that it's like oh, if i'm going to play a game let's make a character i'll learn the game by making the character you know kind of the the basics to play as a game master i want to learn this game well let me write an adventure i could play a lot of published stuff but writing an adventure to me really kind of yeah you can see so the
0: rules and yeah
1: yeah so i'm writing this one and i thought you know because D D is so inspiring in certain ways i really love it as a game system and i thought i want to have that i want to try to recapture our youth when all of a sudden they, some the gym with up a picture of Shambling mound or something you never see it before and you were like what is that what does it do <laughs> you know whatever and I love that about DCC it's like unique monsters that are like oh yawn it's a skeleton get out your blunt weapons you know or oh it's a troll is anybody having fire or acid but you know that these are unique you know creatures or something that have new strengths and weaknesses and special abilities um and so I, that's that's what I was kind of leaning into um, but d- definitely I try to make it thematic. And back to where I was coming full circle, I, I did some research on fear and I thought like, what are people, things people are scared of insects, holes, it's ironically enough, look into it. Like some people are creeped out by holes, um, at different things, but yeah, I tried to tie some of those natural fear elements into it. I mean, I like when I was playtesting this one guy opened a door, the little halfling sneaking ahead and he looks in the room and he backs out and goes, <laughs> nope nope and the players go what did you see and he goes a whole lot of nope <laughs> he was just like nope I'm, you know because i think he's one of those guys that you know anyway that's yeah 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 so that's that's one of his phobias you know but it's got that's a real cute. shutter factor you know, some of it you know throughout this process
0: of of, of getting it now to the kickstarter and to press, um what what were some of the high moments what were some of the moments where you're like wow man this is just so cool to be a publisher
1: um Well, that was the thing. As much as, like I said, working with the initial artist was a little troublesome. And the latter artist was really great. I mean, the grand scheme, it was really awesome. But I was like a little kid as I was like waiting for that next piece. I'm like, be patient, be patient. But I was so elated, I'd get that (laughs) next piece of art. And the gentleman that I used for my cover, which uh, is um, Higuargo Illustredor or whatever, but I think that just means... (laughs) Huergo, the illustrator, you know, but he's from somewhere in Europe. I'm not entirely sure. Super (laughs) nice guy. Super great to work with. When that piece of artwork dropped, I was at work and I think I was charging. I really should be focusing on my staff and the (laughs) patients, but I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm like a little kid. And I had to instantly text it to my wife and to Eddie, you know, my good friend and partner and, you know, the press and the con and our Twitch channel on Goodman or whatever. And uh, and I was just so elated. It was such a cool piece of art, so evocative. So for me, that was and that was kind of like when it really felt like this is going to happen. It's going to happen soon because like I got my cover. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. I had the interior artwork. Boom, I got my cover. And and poor H- Huergo, whatever, super nice guy. He sends me a message and messenger going, "How do you like the artwork?" And I said, "I don't like it." And I, I kind of pause and I go, "I love it," you know. And he goes, he almost <laughs> gave me a heart attack." <laughs> you know, because uh, but, yeah.
0: you, you know, knowing Eddie, you, you kind of know the uh, um, Santiago Abor is one of the artists that he and uh, I've been using. He's just a great guy, but I always worry, like when I I do some little kidding and stuff with him, whether yeah. that translates or not, because he's he's yeah, from Spain, exactly. uh, uh, and which I think yeah, that's, that's might be stuff. from
1: Spain as well, ironically, and I'm not sure, but uh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Does that translate well? You know, yeah. Um,
0: I mean, it, we you've already blown through a couple of the stretch goals, but, but sure. can you give us kind of a roadmap of where you, what 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 you've gotten to so far and what's up ahead?
1: Um, sure, sure. Um, so you know, there's uh, thankfully, there's still you know time for for people to grab the adventure off Kickstarter. Uh, the tiers that are that are still available, um, you've you could order, you can get just the PDF, which is I think called the Lurker the pdf and the physical copy which is the the cavern dweller you know and then you can get uh the vendor tier which is called the mastermind that's got five copies at a very reasonable price for vendors or someone that you want five copies at a really good price i've had uh, a lot of canadians do that where
0: they uh because of the shipping issue to, to get it you know up into canada they'll yeah, they'll do the their vendor buddies. tier and then they'll split it up with other people so
1: that's a good yeah. idea and i've had some European canadians reach out and go man i really want this this looks really cool i'd love to have it and i'm gonna try to work with them because i'm so flattered that they want it and i'm gonna try to do what i can but i was like it's i'll have to look at shipping to canada or uk and you're gonna have to pay it unfortunately but mm-hmm. you know and i'll do what i can to try to and, get And it it's such
0: them. a weird thing too you can't i mean you can't really guess what something's going to cost to ship unless you actually look it up because yeah like Canada for me is, is in the like $25 neighborhood just for like, you know, a regular adventure. And but, what a shame. Cause adventure is a small, thin, light. Yeah. yeah little, you would think it'd it's be nothing. Ridiculous. Um, it's ridiculous. But then like the UK, I want to say that it's only like 18 or 16. It's, it's, it's cheaper to go there than Canada. I don't, I don't get it, but whatever, yeah.
1: which, you know, Canada's contiguous. I mean, we can, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> um, and then the next tier we have, uh, the the guardian tier and we've got last i looked we've got two of those left and i'll tell you that's just a heck of a great deal because you get uh, a pass to long con next year for like the whole weekend and like for a lot of cons some of the ones i go to that i like it's like 100 bones for a ticket so anyway you get a weekend pass in long con you get a t-shirt you know um, and that's with the cover art on it, right? The cover art was
0: with my intention. Like yeah, I said, and, you... and folks, you, you got to check this out. Even if even if you don't think you have any interest in in getting a DCC game, go check out the cover uh, there on Kickstarter because it, man, you you cannot get any more old school than this cover. As far as like, you know, I was telling Matt, man, like I, I'm looking at, it, I'm like, man, this reminds me of like seeing that first Dragon magazine. The, the cover art would make a hell of a t shirt. <laughs> and you, is that you. is the t shirt an add on for folks that aren't aren't
1: doing that the Guardian level? Absolutely. I was going to get to that was, yeah. Um, the, the add on you can get, uh, you can get a t-shirt. Uh, one of the things you can name one of the NPCs in the adventure, which is kind of neat, uh, which some wild man gave me that idea. <laughs> and then, um, there's the, like I said, the t shirt, which also you can get Eddie's Adventure, which is Carnage in the Casino, which is for MCC, America, really any kind of a post apocalyptic game. It's a good fit. Beautiful artwork, great adventure. Uh, just $8 for the PDF of that. So I've had quite a few people add on Carnage as a as an add on. Uh, they've the t shirt as an add on as well. But like I said, that, that Guardian, you get a physical copy, the PDF, t shirt, weekend pass and you get to play the adventure run by judge John Watson of <laughs> Rugby Melee Games. Ron's a, uh, John's a great guy, he runs a phenomenal adventure. So I'm really flattered that he, you know, volunteered to run that at next year's Long Con. So I mean, you get a lot of value at that that tier and there's only two of those left. Um but yeah, yeah. And then yeah, I think that's that's all the uh that's all that's all that's left. But I mean, there's still yeah, you can get the physical PDF, etc, you know. A lot, a lot of different good choices. A lot of neat add-ons to look at,
0: yeah. and all very reasonably priced. I might add. I mean, you know, looking. Well, thank you. A lot, a lot of times when when people are first starting out, the you know the prices tend to be high because it's such a gamble and they're not sure. And it's like you know, got to got to cover my bases no matter how this goes down. But mm-hmm. but uh, I mean, you you hit with just really like you know, very very fair prices.
1: So thank, you, thank you, you. Well, that's what I got from like again picking the brains of you, Eddie. A lot of people that were like, dude. You know, like I even had a friend that I went to him and I said, Hey, what would you pay for like a 30 page module, great artwork. And we were talking it through and he's like, well, I'd pay this much, but I wouldn't pay this much. And we went, and so that, that even his just talking with him and with no idea why I was asking these questions, you know, but I was like, Hmm, you know, Mm -hmm. but yeah.
0: So. This campaign is going to be over, I think, uh, what, about seven days? Is that where we're at about? Yeah, we've got one week. So it's over. You deliver. You already got plans coming up for the the next launch, or where you at on that?
1: (laughs) Well, and that's funny. One of the tiers that's all filled up now, which was uh, uh, at six seats to, to play in the play test of what should be my next adventure and so anyone that listens to the podcast, et cetera, has heard me talk about Mansions of Madness, which I've, I'm already, uh, kicking around some new names for it because there's a board game and mm-hmm. I think some modules that have been called that. So anyway, uh, but regardless, um, I'm going to DCCify it and pick Eddie's brain because i swear he has a knack for taking weird, crazy, creepy stuff and turn it up to 11, you know? <laughs> And, uh, and so anyway, that's definitely my, my plan for what I have next, but before that y'all should be seeing Eddie's next thing. Eddie had did carnage and he's been content with that. And it's ironic about the time that I'm getting my act together and getting my thing out. Just recently he got this fire in his belly and he came out with a new adventure that he's been running around here and he's a, amazingly good reactions to it. And it's called meet your maker. And again, it's got one of these kind of a play on the title because it's got, it's, it's, it's a Western. So, you know, prepare to meet your maker, you know, (laughs) but also the meet your maker thing, wink, wink. There's kind of a, there's something else in there. But again, I don't want to give away the surprise. Mm -hmm. I'll say this. I don't think, I mean, you, it's a a adventure written with uh, David Beatty's weird frontiers in mind, but it's also written to be used with uh, MCC or America which America's Reed San Filippo's baby, you know? Uh, so you're like, wait a minute, huh? You know? So yeah, there's, it, it's really neat. It's really neat. Huh. have to
0: see if he's got anything, uh, you know, testing that out at, uh, North Texas this year. That sounds cool.
1: Absolutely. But, it's, it's really a fun adventure. Really a lot of fun. You
0: had mentioned adventure. John Watson and, um, and and him were working on the the whole, monster game are they still any, any word on that that you can give us or
1: yeah uh well luckily we had the con what's great is that's kind of the unofficial like powwow we got a lot of the uh the brain trust there together that's helped with that and you know and, and luckily they've tapped me and a lot of other uh very creative old-time gamers long-time gamers uh for input and done a extensive play testing and yeah that's that's making pace but there were some stalls because you know, certain things, Uh, but that's picking up momentum again. And uh, I'm really excited for him. I'm telling you it, folks, it's really neat uh, to be able to play, uh, you know, the other side of it where, (laughs) you you know, and I don't want to say bad guys because it's kind of like, they're not bad. They're just misunderstood. (laughs) (laughs) All about perspective, right? Yeah. Yeah. But no, basically you play as the bad guys and, and I won't belabor it, but yeah, but it's really good. Uh, th- that's one thing about I love is the classes are so flavorful in that and so i'm excited about that coming and it looks like as of now the word was it going to be zines over time or was it going to be which kind of like a la reed san Filippo originally did mm-hmm, the america broken, is uh under a, under a broken crawling yeah. under a broken moon yeah. and then he compiled them into a hardbound they they're, they're going to go straight for the jugular they're going to have a big hardbound book so that'll I think be that's
0: me. smart because to me the just the whole concept and having you know just play tested the one time, uh, it really felt to me to be very similar to like like weird frontiers where where like you were saying like every character class is a oh I want to play that you know yeah um and, and to have
1: them all there collected in one I think that'll. That, that'll be a nice thing for a game master to have yeah. there's not any of those classes that i wouldn't want to play and i've yeah. actually played tested quite a few times and i have played the goblins goblins i played <laughs> the orc i played you know the wendigo whatever uh, they're all really neat and they really stand apart but you know on their own anyway yeah there's it's really great it's brilliant brilliant concept <laughs> All right. Any, any, uh, last words for the listeners? Uh, just, you know, I really appreciate you having me on Lou and I appreciate everybody taking the time. That's, that's made it this far. Um, you know, this is the culmination of, of, of a dream. You know, I've always, since I was a kid, you know, wanted to produce gaming content for other people. Um, and so this is just really exciting. Um, I know that we've blown through some stretch goals where we've got Eddie writing an encounter and he's already told me about it. And I'm telling you, <laughs> that man knows how to take something that's already pretty creepy and make it just, yeah, his idea is insane. Yeah. It's really it's exciting. Um, John is a, is a brilliant, you know, gamesman and uh you know, rugby mealy uh, is his game. He's got an, he's on tap. His stretch goal was passed through. Um, and now uh, Stefan Surratt of uh, dragon peak uh, again, I, he's so prolific, so much great stuff. I'm really excited to see what he does. We're inching closer to David Beatty, you know, of uh Stiff Whisker uh Press, Weird Frontiers and all the The Dark Marshall, yeah. Yeah, the Dark Marshall himself. And he's produced so much, he's very prolific. Some people don't know when we did him on our Patty Mar podcast, I did the research and I'm like, holy crap. You know, he wrote for the this and he the wrote damned
0: for... and yeah, he's got a lot more than just Weird Frontiers that is, you know, typically where people
1: stop when they, they think of him. Yeah. Cause yeah. what's the circus one that's got those oodles of encounters in it that you can mix and match. And it's the, like the circus of horror. I mean, I, I feel bad. I can't remember it now, but it, that's it, a, the one I was thinking of is carnival of the damned. That's it, Carnival of the damned. Yeah. And that one is just, it's a phenomenal product. It, you know, it's, it's so brilliant. Um, but like I said, anyway, and then if we are fortunate enough to reach uh 7.5, uh, even though he's super, super, super busy right now, Brendan LaSalle was so thoughtful and gracious enough to uh, offer to do an, uh, the final encounter, unless somehow in seven. So, so,
0: so how many drinks in was he when he got him to agree to that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I had plied him with some very fine Texas barbecue, <laughs> and he was totally satiated, you and you know, kind of a little you know, having those meat sweats and it <laughs> <laughs> kind of hit and out of it. And I was like, Hey, Brent, you know,
0: <laughs> well, that is awesome. So, uh, you know, with seven days left and as fast as this thing's been climbing, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'll be surprised if you don't hit all your goals there, man, this is, this phenomenal. I'm, I'm so happy for you, man. And, and folks, uh, you know, it's, it's that, I wish you you could you could see the the the, the thing the thing behind the curtain the the <laughs> the uh the secret to the adventure it's it's just alone is the seller to me I mean it's just so cool so um you know there's there's a lot of ventures with little nuances to them or little interesting things but this one has has a really cool thing uh, that kind of drives it that uh, I, can, I I just can't wait to get my copy and and play through it so kudos to you Matt that's uh, awesome job
1: thank you lou I, I really appreciate it and i wish that the rest of the guys could have been here but this was a luckily hey thank you lou lou uh, hustled to get this done and get it out in time before the kickstarter's open so a, a big a big thank you props to you no problem you
0: know and it's you know i always wonder about these these one-shot episodes like you know i have people on to to talk about their products and stuff and uh you know i i always come down to the the conclusion that like if i'm a listener of a podcast like like, for example, um, Tomb of the Mummy Bride, uh, The Jungle Tomb of the Mummy Bride by, by uh, Levi Combs. Mm-hmm. I learned about that through the podcast, uh, the Vintage RPG podcast. Mm-hmm. And if I hadn't heard of it, I would have gone to seek it out. I would have met Levi. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's it, it's right up my alley, and, and I needed somebody to tell me about it because I didn't know it existed. So I kind of right. feel like I'm trying to do the same thing. I'm trying to let people know about games that
1: I think are phenomenal and out there, available right now. And, and I'm glad you mentioned Levi Combs. I feel so bad of all the people I called out. I got a lot of good input from Levi Combs, and I have to give him a lot of credit. If you end up liking this adventure and, and glad to have it, guess what? Guess who played it at uh, North Texas and told me, dude, you should publish this. Levi Combs. <laughs> so yeah, it was actually Levi that gave me that initial real. Well, I, I think Eddie for a long time had said you should publish it. But I mean, Levi, when he said you should put, I was like, oh, okay you know so anyway
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right folks so this has been another one-shot adventure here for the uh this old dungeon podcast we'll be back with a november episode but until then check out this kickstarter the link will be in the show notes uh and until next time happy gaming You have been listening to This Whole Dungeon, a podcast about reviewing and renovating great adventures and rule sets from throughout the annals of gaming. The views expressed by the hosts are simply that, and shouldn't be taken with any serious amount of gravity. This program is copyright 2023. Happy gaming!